0: I'm Brandon Bartnick, and this is the Future of Mobility Podcast. Safe, sustainable, and equitable mobility solutions. That's what this is all about. With the climate situation as it is right now, plus many other factors, it's never been more important for us to continue to improve the sustainability of the way that we're moving goods and people. At the same time, we need to improve safety for drivers and pedestrians, and we need to get these solutions in the hands of the people who need them them most. So that's what I cover, primarily interviews I'm talking to the people who are developing and implementing covering these technology solutions. Also, my day job, this podcast is brought to you by FEV. FEV is your complete vehicle engineering partner for sustainable energy and mobility solutions. We're the engineering technology partner behind a lot of what you see on the road and elsewhere. Shoot me a note if you want to learn more. Check out FEV.com. Check us out on LinkedIn. Today's guest is Abilash Arora. Abilash is a master student in electrical engineering at NC State University. He has previously has three years of system design and development experience for high-voltage vehicle electrification in India, including with Mahindra EV Technical Center. Uh, he's also a grad student researcher with Freedom, F-R-E-E-D-M, System Center at NC State. His interests are in automotive and aerospace electrification, spanning wireless charging and its application, as well as electric motor topology and controls development for electrified vehicles. Fun discussion here. So, so Abilash, it's interesting. He so he's he's fairly new in this this uh, master's program at NT State, and you can hear we, we we talk about that. Obviously, wants to do something in the decarbonization, electrified vehicle space. has has some great um, thought starters and experience as, as kind of a systems level, and then diving into some of these specific things such as wireless charging and motor um, controls. And I, I think fun and refreshing to hear about how he's thinking about his time at school, how he's thinking about his career afterwards, how he can position himself to to have an impact and a a successful career going forward. So, really fun conversation. Please enjoy this discussion with Abilash Arora. All right, today I'm joined for this uh, special Student Spotlight Series episode with Abilash Arora. Abilash, thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks, Martin.
0: Yeah. So could you, uh, I guess, could you start off by just sharing a bit about yourself and and what you're doing uh, currently in your studies?
1: Yeah, sure. So I am pursuing my master's in electrical engineering from NC State University here at Raleigh. And I started my program this fall and I'm planning to specialize in power electronics and drives. And also I am a student researcher with Freedom Systems Center here at NC State. Uh, which is for future electric energy, uh, rena- future renewable energy or uh, distribution management systems engineering research center. Mm-hmm. And I am supporting a professor for uh, research in wireless charging as of now. And I look forward to uh, build upon that and move ahead in the mobility sector. Very, and very
0: good. Yes. Yeah, so, so electrified propulsion systems, it t- seems like the uh, kind of kind of the focus area. Uh, what, what what got you into this field? What, what got you interested in kind of focusing your efforts here?
1: So I've been like from my undergraduate days back in India, uh, when I was doing my Bachelor of Technology in Electrical Engineering, uh, I was involved with Formula student team, uh, Formula Manipal, and we were like uh, pioneered the electric uh, vehicle student team back then and that like uh, propelled me into the mobility sector and i built upon that and joined mahindra electric mobility and i was working as a system architect over there and we it it gave me like a uh, quite a broad um, overview and uh, in depth understanding of the electric vehicle sector and mm-hmm. that propelled me like uh, to you know specialize further because uh, to take forward the electric mobility sector further, we need to, uh, like you know, develop cutting-edge uh, products in power electronics and motor drive, especially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for sure. Uh, I, I want to talk more about that, the second topic here, in a, in a minute. But uh, can you talk? So you mentioned at, at Mahindra Electric that you were uh, kind of system architect. Uh, but, what did you think of that that role? Kind of, what, can you explain what what you were actually doing there and uh, what what you learned from that experience?
1: So uh, yeah, it, it's like quite an interesting role for, uh, to being an architect because uh, it involves like uh, you know defining the complete specifications for the uh, electrification of a particular pa- vehicle platform uh, when you are in an OEM, mm-hmm. and that involves like taking in the customer specifications. Uh, from the uh, vehicle team and then developing breaking down in, in further into atomic uh, sub requirements and to you know uh, kind of uh, make a uh, broad overview how the system has to work together. so it's it's quite challenging and in a rewarding uh, job role where you know you get to interface with a lot of uh, teams and get to work in a quite a dynamic uh, work environment.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's definitely uh, it's interesting because t- so first of all, from a, a learning perspective, I, I feel like being a an a system architect or like the, the understanding the requirements is, is a great place to start because I mean, if you if you are going to get into controls or development of the of the components and the systems later, like actually understanding the use cases and the, the systems and then the component requirements is a is a critical aspect, right?
1: Yeah, true. So. Uh... Uh, that's what like propelled me to do my, you know, uh, pursue my studies further because uh, that experience of three years in Mahindra Electric really helped me to, you know, understand where uh, I-, I need to put in effort and uh, put in effort to like uh, further my career and like to make a change in the mobility sector. Mm-hmm. So power electronics and drives is a really good uh, field right now to, uh, you know, make a change. Uh, with respect to the electric mobility. And uh, just not electric mobility, when we say uh, as a vehicle, uh, electric mobility, it encompasses like the charging infrastructure, the uh, vehicle itself, and the and the electric grid. So uh, that's something uh, which is quite interesting. And uh, NC State, uh, like, it's involved in a multi-dynamic uh, research encamp- encompassing the complete uh, overview of the electrification
0: yeah for sure and the the rollout rate right, of, of electric vehicles and then also the uh, the sustainability of electric vehicles is, is heavily dependent on the uh, efficiency and reliability of of the grid and our ability to to make it cleaner over time and then also to effectively and quickly transfer that energy from the grid to the vehicle and then make good use of that to propel the vehicle. So yeah, it's, it's cool to, to hear you're kind of thinking about it from a, a holistic view. So what you mentioned, uh, so, so when you say power electronics and drives, maybe, maybe can you expand kind of what, what, uh, what components, uh, is that encompass kind of everything for you from, I don't know, the, the actual, um, electronics on the charging station to the Onboard charger, converter, inverter, the electric motor, all of that, or, or a subset of, of these different components?
1: Yeah, so when you say power electronics and drives, yeah, it encompasses like the uh, charging station. Mm-hmm. So uh, converting your 230 volts or your 110 volts in US to uh, your DC power supply or the uh, AC supply to your onboard charger in the vehicle. So you have the onboard charger, the uh, charging station the electric motor which propels your vehicle forward and then you have your uh, dc to dc converter which like uh, provides power to your low low voltage components like uh, uh, peripherals and headlights etc
0: cool yeah definitely a lot lot of exciting and i I know you said you're you're in the wireless charging field right now which i I think is exciting in itself and trying to figure out how that could uh, potentially fill fill any. I mean, like f- for bus applications, I think is, is a good example of where maybe that makes sense. And I think there's a few others where wireless charging could be an exciting technology.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, wireless charging, uh, it's gaining traction in uh, both industry and academia, and it it really has a lot of potential. So uh, it's just not like for heavy vehicles and uh, for. Uh, Vehicles, uh, SUVs, etc. But like, uh, there's a lot of potential with respect to personal mobility, like, uh, you know, wheelchairs, etc. with something um, Freedom is working on. So like, uh, wireless charging for electric wheelchairs. So uh, that really solves a societal problem. So uh, when we see So that's my, uh, you know, when we say uh, say about mobility, it encompasses the complete, uh, you know, society with respect to technology, with respect to uh, societal advancements and ease of travel, you know, and uh, percolating ideas throughout the globe. So it's mobility of people, mobility of goods, mobility of ideas. So uh, that's something uh, interesting. And wireless charging is just not... uh, you know concentrated in one it it covers a lot of different uh, applications
0: yeah and maybe so certainly i i agree in with within you know the, this podcast series that i defined to the future of mobility and in the verbiage it's included every i think mo, most of what you've uh most of what you touched on other than I, I ideas i haven't necessarily scratched that that service yet but yeah it's everything from micro mobility to personal mobility and then it's on road, off road, marine, aviation, even space type applications. I mean, all of these, all of these technologies we're working on to move goods, people, and we mentioned ideas uh, we we could use to improve all of these if we're going to make things more sustainable and effective going forward. Okay, uh, can, can you share any, any more? the The uh, wireless charging for the wheelchair, wheelchair application is is interesting to me. So, what what would be the benefit? So, I I, I imagine. I know you got a, a wheelchair. You're pushing it around when it's not being used. I, I would think you can just kind of throw it in the corner and get it get it plugged in. What? But I, I'm sure I, I don't understand that space really that well. Um, can, can you share anything more about kind of what what use case would within that would would make sense or really uh warrant the wireless charging system?
1: Yeah. So currently, like wheelchairs, we need to plug it into the uh, socket right now, and it's uh, you need to carry the uh the wheelchair inside your house or probably in your garage and get it charged so instead of that you know uh, it eases the life of the person who is using that uh, when you have like charging infrastructure for the uh, wheelchair itself so Mm -hmm. like you have wireless pads uh, the working is similar like uh, how any other Wireless charging system works. So uh, you just roll over the pad, and then you can like wirelessly charge your wheelchair, and then you can go off. So it, it really eases the life of the person, and uh, through the charging infrastructure which would be deployed.
0: So I don't know. You're going to, to eat dinner, and you're always in the same spot. If you could turn that into a, or like you're watching TV, you turn could turn that into a, a charging hotspot and sit there, and yeah, so it, 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 it seems interesting. Cool. Uh, Maybe the, uh, other thing I'd want to dive into real quick is, uh, kind of where, where do you see, where do you see yourself kind of pro- progressing and what, what's interesting to you? What, where, how are you thinking about kind of the next, next few years? So I think it's interesting in that, you know, you you're, you undergrad and then you have some experience and now you're, you're still kind of early in the, in the master's program, working on some really exciting stuff. Um, how, how are you thinking about kind of the, the next steps and what you're going to do over the next two to two to five years or whatever?
1: Yeah. So, um, Mobility and like uh, transport electrified transportation is what something drives me. and then uh, the in my early uh, masters right now, uh, that's something I want to focus further into my academics and both my um, probably the career after that. And I really uh, want to go mo- much deeper into uh, motor drives and uh, motor controls. So that's something I uh, look forward and, you know, like do specialize uh, more on that.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, when you're talking motor drives and motor controls, is there specific, I don't know, motor architecture that's most interesting? Like, if, for example, like an induct- induction machine versus a permanent magnet machine versus what, uh, axial flux, all, all these different types of uh, electric drives. Are there, or the, the, the motors, uh, anything in particular that you're, Drawn to at this stage, or is it kind of just this overall arching field that's interesting?
1: Yeah, so um, induction machines and permanent magnet machines, uh, in my opinion, like we do have a lot of advancement which has been made, and they are like really uh, readily deployed all over the world in different applications and even for electric vehicles. Uh, one machine which really interests me is. Uh, synchronous machines uh, and uh, there uh, there are some applications and uh, commercial prototypes available for that uh, where you, uh, you know, uh, capacitively couple your rotor uh, supply uh, to uh, generate your field. So uh, that's something um, University of Wisconsin-Madison was working uh, through, wirelessly uh, transferring power to your rotor windings and and like previous uh, in 21 2020 uh, mali uh, deployed a commercial prototype they showcased uh, this technology and i guess there is a lot of scope uh, with respect to uh, that uh, because it really helps to like you know uh, not use rare earth metals and you know uh, shift that dependency um, from different countries to source your uh, raw materials because when we talk about permanent magnet machines uh, beca- and that involves use of uh, really a lot of rare earth metals and then there's a lot of geopolitical involvement with respect to that to source those raw materials and uh, that's really required to make those permanent magnet machines. and. And we really need to move from induction to permanent magnet in especially in transportation sector because uh we need that power density which can be achieved by uh, pm based machines so with respect to that wound field synchronous machines and with and uh with rotor windings getting uh, you know uh, excited through a wireless power transfer system is really uh something interesting and there's uh, it's gaining potential uh, in both academia and uh, commercial space.
0: Yeah, awesome! Sounds like a uh, an exciting field for you. So I wish you wish you the best of luck. So um, I, I really appreciate you you coming on. It's uh, yeah, it's been fun to hear a bit about what you're working on, what the kind of the exciting future you got ahead of you. So um, yeah, I, I just wanted to thank you and uh, say, say, say best of luck.
1: Thanks, Brandon. It was really nice to talk to you and have a good
0: day. Thanks. You too. The Future Mobility podcast is brought to you by FEV. For more than 40 years, FEV has been a global leader in the development of mobility solutions for the transportation industry. With a team of experts passionate about innovation through the design, development, integration and validation of turnkey vehicle and propulsion system technologies, FEV is your partner for the development of future mobility solutions. I'm your host, Brandon Bartnick. If you want to learn more or get in contact, share feedback or questions, the best place to find me is on LinkedIn at Brandon Bartnick. Thanks for listening.